Hello world and hello computer geeks! Welcome to our first ever episode of WTF Podcast or What's Technology Facts where we'll talk about facts and facts only. Today is Wednesday and I'm Angela, live from Balagtas with my crew. Hi, I'm Ryan J from Plaridel. Hi, I'm Jeremy from Giginto. Hi, I'm Justin from Hagonay. Hi, I'm Jasper Cruz from Kalumpit. Hi, I'm Marisol from Plaridel. Hi, I'm Shire J.V. Mawan from Pambong. Are your hosts for today's fact-checking about one of the best enterprise operating system in the market, the Oracle Solaris. Are you also curious? Join us on today's topic and stay tuned until the end of the episode of our podcast. First, let's talk about the history of Oracle Solaris. Oracle Solaris was released in 1992 and pushed aside its previous operating system, Sun OS. Since its creation, Sun's operating system has been in pitch battle against Linux as both are either Unix-based or Unix-like. But while Sun's operating system has received recognitions and boasts some impressive features, it has taken a backseat to Linux and Sun announced in 2010 that Illumos, a fork of the Solaris kernel, would soon receive the company's full attention. As a result, the end is coming for the legendary operating system. But not for many years yet. And many companies are reluctant to make the shift to Linux for a new reasons. For a few reasons. Back in the late 80s, there were several popular versions of Unix on the market, including the Cynix, BSD, and System 5. In an effort to consolidate the best features of 3 and make a stronger version of the technology, AT&T and Sun agreed to collaborate on Unix System 5 Release 4 or the SVR4, which is also called the Solaris 2, which would be one of the first commercial variants of Unix at that time. In 1991, around which would be one of the first commercial variants of Unix, around the same time that Linus Torvalds, the software engineer, was perfecting Linux. Sun announced that it would phase out the BSD-derived Unix as a shift to a version built of SVR4. But you know, the collaboration between them to make System 5 Release 4 was absolutely good. Because the System 5 Release 4 was become popular, it has unique features and enhancements. The System 5 release for was used for commercials. Yeah, the agreement between the two company allies, the vast resources of AT&T, which has been struggling in computers, with the inventiveness of Sun under the agreement, Sun will sell AT&T a 15% stake consisting of newly issued shares at a price of 25 above market value. The sales will occur over the next three years at a schedule to be determined by Sun. Subject to a certain deadlines, AT&T can buy remaining 5% in the open market, and released the following year. Solaris would quickly become a powerful option for businesses looking for an operating system that could handle enterprise applications. Unfortunately, licensing issues would undermine the technology to some extent. In 2005, Sun decided to release the operating system code based on their own, under its own property license, the Common Development and Distribution License, or the CDDL. While this opened the door for other developers to improve on the operating system, the CDDL was a controversial decision as it is generally incompatible with other free licensing programs, most notably the GNU or the General Public License. And in 2010, following the acquisition of Oracle Corporation, the Open Solaris open source project, as it was known, was discontinued after some internal frustration with it. When the Oracle Corporation announced the acquisition, many people don't like the acquisition by Oracle to Sun Microsystem. But later, they approve it because they, they are pressured by U.S. government. What is the benefit of the definitive agreement between Oracle Corporation and Sun Microsystems? Well, due to acquisition of Oracle Corporation to Sun, 
there are substantial long-term strategic customer advantage to Oracle owning two Kisan Sopra assets, the Java and Solaris. Java is one of the computers industry best known brands and most widely deployed technologies. And it is the most important software Oracle has ever acquired. Oracle Fusion Middleware, Oracle's fastest growing business, is built built on top of Sans Java language and software. Oracle can now ensure continued innovation and investment in Java technologies for the benefit of customers and Java community. The Sun Solaris operating system is the leading platform for the Oracle database, Oracle's largest business, and has been for a long time. With the acquisition of of Sun, Oracle can optimize the Oracle database for some of the unique high-end features of Solaris. Oracle is a commit is as committed as ever to Linux and other open platforms and will continue to support and enhance their strong industry partnership. And although some is already planning on rolling out Illumos, canceling the project was seen by many to be anti-open source. With Linux making its open source nature a primary selling point, the move may have come off as short-sighted. Even with its fading popularity, though Solaris is still a highly strong operating system that pairs with the best company Spark systems, though it is also compatible with an array of x26-based servers, in particular companies running the OS appreciate the D-Trace and the ZFS features. You know, the history of Oracle Solaris is kind of sad, especially to Sun Microsystem, since they didn't become an independent software company. I think the definitive agreement has lots of benefits to Oracle Corporation than Sun Microsystem. Yeah, I agree about that. And now let's move on to the features of Oracle Solaris. Okay, so as we all know that Solaris is best for Oracle database and Java application. And it focuses on enhancement among the CPU, the memory, the I.O., file system, networking, and application performance. And what for? Well, obviously for Oracle workloads. Because you know, the Solaris is now made by Oracle. So unlike Windows, whose target are personal computer, media center, and tablet system, the target Solaris are your server for workstation. And most of the companies that use Solaris, they use it as a service management for their facilities. Because is it easy to update and give the best performance? And 56% of the companies that use Solaris are mostly based on United States. A lot of people compare Solaris to Linux. Well, there are a few similarities between Solaris and Linux. They both use Unix structure. And actually, if you look them side by side, you can see the design is very similar. But I personally prefer Linux because of its modern look. And Solaris OS has this function or feature of predictive self-healing. They have this auto automated management function that reduces the work of system management. They'll do it by restarting the service and look for the faulty hardware and isolate or contain the component. That's where the Solaris fault manager action comes in. It provides the right per pres prescriptive action to immediately fix to the system administrator 
Solaris also had this local zone called the Solaris container in in which contains the Solaris zone and Solaris resource manager. The Solaris zone is capable of partitioning OS space to turn into multiple OS partition which gives security due, due to access of prohibition. That's why each virtual Solaris environment are fully separated to each other. And the benefits from that is to minimal the risk of having security attacks and human-made errors. On the other hand, the Solaris Resource Manager, it handles the flexibility hardware resources allotment. It allows to change the resources depending on the workload. Hardware resources like CPUs and memories can be changed or set in each virt virtualized Solaris environment, so, so it's the requirements. Oracle Solaris has lots of good benefits that perfectly fit for a company workstation, the same reason why many people don't know it. They did not use it as a personal desktop OS unlike Windows, Linux, and Mac OS. Now that we all know the history, let's proceed to the versions and their unique features. There are different versions of Oracle Solaris. The first version is Solaris 1 in 1991 up to 2003. It was an OS for rebranded as Solaris 1 for marketing purposes. The next version is Solaris version 2.0, which released on June 1992. But it is preliminary release, which is available to developers only that support for only the Sun 4C architecture. And this is the first appearance of NIS. Next is version 2.1. It was released on December 1992 until 1999. It is support for Sun, Sun 4, Sun OS, uh, and Sun 4M architectures added. This is where the first Solaris x86 or 32-bit release and first Solaris 2 release to support SMP. SMP means symmetric multiprocessing so someone asking does anyone still use solaris solaris made it popular with schools governments enterprises and other large organizations which use solaris as a platform to develop their own proprietary software in short solaris runs legacy applications built for solaris software that is still exists today so what's the meaning of solaris operating system for me so solaris is a proprietary unix operating system originally developed by sun microsystems in 2010 after the sun acquisition by oracle it was renamed by oracle solaris solaris is known for its scalability especially on Spark system or SPARC systems and for originating many innovative features such as D-Trace, CFS, and Time Slider. What do you think that the difference between Solaris and Linux? So many people confuse about the difference between, difference between Solaris and Linux. So Solaris operating system was firstly released as an open source software but then it was released as license after Oracle took 
Sun Microsystems and rename it as a Oracle Solaris. So the difference between Linux and Solaris. Linux is developed by using C language and the Solaris is developed using C and C++ both language. From Solaris 1 up to Solaris 7, those versions was no longer supported. However, there are new versions of Oracle Solaris right now that can use. The latest version of Oracle Solaris have also unique features and enhancement. Well, Solaris 8 and Solaris 9 was sustained support, meaning they can still even provide maintenance as long as you still use it, like my Acer Chromebook. Even though the late, latest Chrome version was not been updated for a long time and I need to change it into other OS, I can still use it. Solaris 10 was released in January 31 to January, January 31. The license terms of this was the open source under CDDL and the features include set standard in unique operating system with leading performance breadth of application, system management, and network functionality. Provides new standard in business performance, efficiency, and ability and security. From new functions such as Solaris containers, predictive, self-healing, and dynamic trace. Solaris 11 Express 2010.11 been released November 15, 2011. The unique features is add new packaging system or IPS image packaging system and some associated tools Solaris 11.1, 11 11.2, 11.3. As, as you see, it's done sub Solaris 12 it because it's cancelled. All new versions of Oracle Solaris have ZSF or dynamic trace. This, this make all version of Solaris became trademark of them. Every version of this, they will remove the features that all version has and change it into features that make great contribution on new version. Every version of Oracle Solaris has lots of improvement, but some supporters remove and change some of its features. Yeah, and this is kind of operating system was really for business and workstation only. If you need an operating system in workplace that can handle lots of data sets, that is Oracle Solaris. So Solaris also best in data center applications. Especially it has CFS which Sun OS file system. CFS is really powerful file system around for storing really massive data sets. And we all know that there is no perfect operating system, even if it is popular. We can say that this operating system is good for you, but the experience is not the same for every user. Now, let's see what are the advantages and disadvantages of this OS. In many publicly available reviews, Oracle Solaris is hailed as a stable, scalable, and super speedy platform. It has been designed with the enterprise and their needs in mind and offers advanced security features on-premises and in the cloud with anti-malware protection from the hypervision to the application. Oracle Solaris is cloud-ready and natively uses ZFS, having been developed by Sun in the early 2000s, is still operation and still one of the most popular features. 
The zone or containers are also commended for being lightweight and simple. Now we will talk about the advantages of Oracle Solaris. Does it really have advantages? Can it offer us the best performance? Let's find out. Its incorporation of cutting-edge internet, Java and board spectrum business-focused technology has more Oracle Solaris the most popular operating system in the world. The latest version, Oracle Solaris 11, delivers performance efficiency, availability, and security with new features including Oracle Solaris containers, predictive self-healing, and dynamic trace. Oracle Solaris also continues its long-standing binary compatibility. What are the advantages of Oracle Solaris? It offers innovative technologies that fundamentally change the equation for organizations, leading to reduce costs, complexity, and risk. These features make Oracle Solaris one of the leading platforms in terms of performance, availability, scalability, observability, manageability, flexibility, and security. The Solaris operating environment is portable, scalable, interoperable, and compatible. Here are some more of the advantages. Investment protection from binary compatibility. Your ability to simply upgrade existing Solaris OS application assets to Oracle Solaris is assured by unprecedented binary compatibility. All of your Solaris application environments can be upgraded to Solaris 11 in the simplest possible manner. Solaris has also proven its capabilities through rigorous testing in a wide range of environments. Developed on specially designed hardware, Solaris operates well on large hardware systems. Powerful features for application servers and databases are available through Solaris software. Installation, maintenance, and updates are extremely easy to manage. Solaris allows users to isolate and clone applications. Supports portability across different architectures. Conforms to standards for application portability. Supports tools optimized for Oracle hardware devices. The license to use Solaris is included when you purchase a server from Oracle or an Oracle authorized reseller. Supports a wide range of hardware. It has infrastructure designed to scale on large systems without needing to touch the code. Oracle Solaris is the best enterprise operating system for Oracle database and Java applications. Focus enhancement across CPU, memory file, system, IO networking, and security deliver the best database, middleware, and application performance for Oracle workloads. Why Oracle Solaris? Well, with every release of Solaris, Sun and now Oracle have always ensured backwards compatibility to protect your investments in existing applications. In fact, Oracle even offers an application binary guarantee to ensure you can run legacy application of the latest infrastructure. It has so many things to offer. Now we all know the advantages of Oracle Solaris. Let's proceed to the dis disadvantages of it. Well, we're not trying to be biased here because if there's an advantage, there's also a disadvantage. Oracle Solaris is not a perfect OS. I mean, all of the OS aren't perfect, but we're focusing on Oracle Solaris. 
So upon researching and reading comments of Solaris users, I've read a lot of arguing about this because some say it is more stable than other OS and others say it's not. Well, practically it's free and that's a good thing if you were just a beginner or a student like us. I mean, that would be perfect for me because I'm just a beginner but the update isn't free. As in, you have to purchase the update and it's really so expensive. Like, I mean, yeah, it's free but... It's like Spotify, it's free but there's some features you can use if you're a free user. A lot of these advantages, well the premium users has a lot of advantages like you can listen to music offline, non-stop streaming without an ad interrupting and also you can jam with your friends. Just like in Oracle, yeah sure you can use it for free but, but then you can't use the new features, features or enhanced features of the update. You can't really experience it and it's a downer there too. A lot of them are saying it crashes and have security issues, but others say it is not. But isn't that much concerning? Like, I just want a good OS I can invest to as a beginner. But hearing that it's not stable and crashes and have security issues is concern concerning for me. Well, I'm not trying to disregard the advantages of it or trying to make it negative to you. I have a not so really good laptop because I don't really have the budget. So I have to buy the cheapest laptops, laptop so I can go to, on this course. So I need an OS that's compatible with all kinds of devices. I just need an OS I can use for my school or for the future. Third, this OS is not user-friendly. It's not really for the beginners who are just starting to learn encoding. And it's so complicated. And there's a comment that says, that the difficulties to understand performance issues, sometimes due to the lack of good tools. Solaris is not for beginners trying to understand how the system works and its specific memory management, in particular when used in conjunction with Oracle database and everything using shared memory. To be exact, you need to have experience before using this, which is also inappropriate for us students. We're just starting up in this technology world and we want to experience things, but if this is gonna block my way of experiencing and enjoying things, then it's a no thank you. And also it costs like the standard version like 720 US dollars. In peso it was like 37k. Like it cost that much and there is also a premium version which cost $1080. In peso it was like uh, 56k. Like I could really buy a new laptop. A MacBook to be exact. I'm not trying to be negative here. But it's just my insight and my opinion. Like Ryan said, Oracle is free but have premium version. Also, it's really expensive when you download it without license support, which costs one thousand US dollars per year for license support. And unlike Windows, it will be free when you buy laptop or you go to some computer repair shop. They will install Windows OS with additional of office installer for 500 pesos do you have thoughts for this os well for me this os is not recommended as person desktop because of unique features and enhancement that really good for workplace only and also i hope they release oracle solaris version that good for personal desktop i think it will become popular like windows as for people who need os for their Replace or let's say some company who need OS that can handle all important big data of their company. I recommended Oracle Solaris. It will help you to improve your work. It has many good backup tools. It can handle many users at the same time. 
it has DFS that was a and more reliable storage that good for better database. Also the dynamic tracing. Well, every Solaris version has dynamic tracing which trace points that access to the entire system environment. It is used by administrators and developers on live production system to examine the behavior of both user programs and of the operating system itself. Totally, I really want to experience to use this OS. They say it was really good and really helpful for handling some data, gather information, and reading some article about Sun Microsystem and about Oracle Solaris was really difficult for me. It the it does not have so much um, much information about this OS, unlike Windows and Linux. Talking about um history of Oracle Solaris. I read one article that Sun Microsystem and SUSE Linux announced their global alliance to the expand the reach of Java technology. Under the terms of the agreement, SUSE commits to become Java 2 standard edition source license and to distribute Sun Java virtual machine to further expand the development of the world's most popular application environment and although they have been competitors in business world they can still support each other well for me if i were to answer that after hearing all those functions features about this os i think i would probably use it because there's a lot of good features of it that I read online and a lot of users are saying that it is the most stable OS that they ever use. I mean, it was a pretty good OS, a lot of good features and also it has disadvantages. Well, I can work with that. But um, yeah, it's just for me, this whole OS is a good one. And also, thanks to this podcast project, I got more insights about this OS. At first, I don't really know that this OS existed until now. And I'm so thankful. Uh, I have a lot of fun doing this podcast project with my teammates because they're also my friends. And yeah, this, uh, this OS, Oracle Solaris, is a good one. And I really recommended it because I'm not trying to be biased. These are... And these are uh, topic, but yeah, uh, reading all of these insights and features, it looks good. And a bad thing is, you can really use it if you're a beginner, but you can work with it if you well research and know things and ask things, right? You can work with it. This is a pretty pretty good OS for for programmer and for us students too. And I really hope that this OS will stay um, longer and I can use it for my future because a lot of saying that this OS is dead and it's going to end and I hope it's not. I really hope it's not because yeah, I like it. I like this OS and <laughs> it's kind of ironic that I'm the one who explained its advantages and, I'm the one, and now I'm the one who... Who likes it?
kind of ironic, but I like it. This is a good OS for me. It's just my insight, my opinion. You don't need to believe me, but it's it was my opinion. So yeah. Well, thank you. I think that Solaris has a lot of great features that the other operating system doesn't have. And if you will ask me if I will use it, for now, the answer is no. Because all the things that I need for my study is in Windows. I mean, like I said, it's a good operating system. But I don't think that the most of the features will not benefit me. But in the future, maybe I will give it a shot when I try to do some server stuff. And also would like to try it on what it's truly capable of. Or maybe when I'm working for a company in the future to try it for database. Mm, what about you guys? What do you think about it? My thoughts on Oracle Solaris is, we knew that the operating system is the heart and soul of the data center. And not all operating systems are created equal. They provide varying degrees of functionality in the case areas of performance, manageability, availability, flexibility, security, and reliability. Oracle Solaris is widely considered the most robust, reliable, and secure operating system available today, and a comprehensive list of all its features would be a massive tom indeed. It has, however, a suit of advanced technologies which make it an outstanding environment. I think Oracle Solaris is one of the best platform of choice for today's demanding enterprise. It delivers proven results running everything from mission-critical enterprise databases to large web farms. Oracle Solaris is in a class by itself when compared to competing operating systems. It offers innovative technologies that fundamentally change the equation for organizations needing to reduce cost, complexity, and risk. Oracle has a long history of optimizing and tuning software for the Oracle Solaris platform, making the OS an especially robust environment for Oracle databases and associated applications. The combination of a dynamic, competitive environment, added database, complexity, more data, and less headcount has become a real challenge for database managers who work hard to maintain high database availability and performance. Using an operating environment on which to run business solution is a complex process. Oracle Solaris can help. These features make Oracle Solaris one of the leading platform, bringing an enterprise-level software environment to even the smallest single processor server. Oracle Solaris provides a stepping stone for tomorrow's data center. Oracle Solaris is the best use for enterprise operating system for Oracle database and Java applications. Focus and enhancements across CPU, memory file system, input-output, networking, and security deliver the best database, middleware, and its application performance for Oracle workloads. I think Solaris is not dead and Spark and Solaris won't disappear overnight and Oracle has promised to support both until 2034 but the two will likely be long gone by then Spark and Solaris won't disappear overnight.
and Oracle has promised to support both until 2034. I think the benefits of Solaris is there are portable, scalable, interoperable, and compatible. Uh, like and it supports portability across different architecture and Solaris is we can use it the Solaris 10 and Solaris 11 it, and it is the new license that allows to use and it can be download, downloaded free of charge from the Oracle Technology Network and used without a support contract indefinitely. However, the license only expressly permits the user to use Solaris as a devel development platform and expressly forbids commercial and production use. Is uh, I think and Solaris is still supported and it is the Oracle Solaris 9 and it is now on independent sustaining support and its last update was Oracle Solaris 8 to 04 um, version. It's, it is the version Oracle Solaris 8 to 04 Oracle Solaris 8 is now on indefinite sustaining support. For me, if I have money, I will choose the ones that the advantage and can better handle the apps that we need. Especially, we IT students who need better and high performance for our programming. So, I will choose the ones that have more advantage than little Okay to spend a lot than to waste it when you need to use it. Well, who knows, right? It's better to be sure than your use will last than to change it right away. Quality and performance and specs are the basis for net selection. Now let's see some reviews from other users as well. First is we have a Unix Team Manager Enterprise. He said that what he likes about Solaris is he loves the huge performance and stability. Because it is a mature Unix and it could run wide variety major software as well as open source software. The thing that he dislikes the most is that the market has largely left them behind. Solaris is now a niche operating system on a niche hardware. The chief users are large installations with existing environments that cannot or will not be migrated. The recommendations to others considering the product is that if you have an existing investment in Spark hardware or Solaris sysadmin skills, you may wish to have stay on Oracle Solaris. The second review is from an administrator in banking. He said that what he likes about Solaris is it, is it provides multiple capabilities for administration and security. A huge number of tools that support maintaining the OS health and hardening and also an amazing, 
amazing integration with Oracle's other's product. What he dislikes is that Oracle Solaris required solid background to support administration and maintenance. GUI is not the best, but at the end, it's not a big issue for experienced administrators. The next review came from a software engineer. He says that the malware protection security is provided right from the hypervisor to the application hosted in the OS. It is easily integrated on cloud and the management is easier. You can also move some legacy applications running on very old version to the latest one. After moving it to the new versions, the upgrade to the packages are shown which can be updated manually and any changes easily. What she disliked the most is that the support when a third-party integration comes is could be well document, documented. The documentation sometimes doesn't contain what you be looking for. The next review came from industry analyst or tech writer in semiconductors. He said that Based on my experience, it supports portability of technology, technology across different architecture. He said that what I like the best is, an or is the Oracle Solaris operating system is that it is user-friendly. It provides low-cost terms of applications development and maintenance and helps broad services in company. What he dislike about this OS is that operating system is cannot be updated or upgraded for free because it is an enterprise. The next review came from an anal analytical specialist. He said that the interface is very good and it will help more of a, more of our organization for better performance. The next review came from a user in hospital and healthcare. He said that it is high it's high end features to the enterprise OS such as compatibility, portability, interoperability and co of course the scalability. The only thing that he dislikes is that applications work well on Oracle Solaris. However, the non-Oracle applications do not work well in terms of performance. Well, we all now come to the end of this episode. Thank you for joining us in today's episode of our podcast. I hope we give you some useful facts about Oracle Solaris and I hope you are safe and healthy. I am your main host, Angela. This is the WTF Podcast or What's Technology Facts, where we talk about facts and facts only. Have a great day, everyone.